GNA Welcome to the first episode of the GNA Misadventure League, One Night of Mystery Adventure. I'm your host and DM, Cecil Xavier. A little introduction from me. I've been playing tabletop RPGs for the better part of 30 years. I spent a lot of time in the world of darkness and Middle-earth role-playing. While I've played D&D, I've never DM'd 5th edition rules, which this adventure is set in. This was a fun learning experience for me, and I hope you enjoy the ride as this is also the first adventure this group has had together. This adventure is a one-night mystery for people thrust into another world with no memory of who they are or how they got there. Join us as they unravel the mystery of the prison plane of Ord Manther. This adventure is set on the mysterious demi-plane of Ord Manthor. The player in this adventure starts with a completely blank character sheet and unlocks their skills and abilities as they try things out. Hopefully they will determine who they are and escape from the plane of Ord Manthor. This adventure was written by C.J. Oliver, so come and learn and grow with us, as well as venture into the world of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. Enjoy. Alright, so, one, thanks everybody for showing up. This is going to be my first dove into DMing 5e. So I've got God over there being my uh, being my rule monger. He's going to keep me straight because, well, he knows everything. Um, what we're doing tonight is we are going to be doing a pre-built campaign called One Night of Mystery. It is a simplified can uh, adventure where everybody's going to start off and have no memory. So that's why you have a blank character sheet in front of you. So from that blank character sheet, you're going to start unlocking everything about yourself, including even your name. You are going to be showing up, and in a second we're going to start off, and I'm going to start off the beginning of the adventure. But first thing we got to do is we got to get you a character. So, my left or my right? Your left. My left. That's who you are. You are going to be... <laughs> How about that? That's your character. Okay. You got a glue stick in front of you, so you can actually oh, you take that and glue it down to your, oh, to your sheet if you so desire. I don't want to stay. I already stay. noticed that. <laughs> and what the goal is going to be tonight? Let me mark that down. You were uh, you were five, right? Yes, sir. Um, going around the table, we've got Richard with us tonight. We got God joining us as normal. Mike's over here, Hal, and me. So, what's going to roll? How's it going to roll out? Is everything that you do in the game is going to unlock more what you know and what you what you figure out throughout. Now, you've been brought into this place for a specific reason. You just don't know why yet. So, I'm going to start off, and I'm saying so a lot. We're going to start off with the hook. With a loud smack, your palms strike a hard surface of smooth, unyielding stone. Around you are similar sounds of bodies hitting the floor, little oofs and ouches. The first thing you note is that it's cold, much colder than where you just were, which was 
you can't remember. Odd. You sit up and scan around you. You're in a square stone chamber. Beyond you, a pulsing blue portal shed lights on the room. Documents for a second. Before winking out. You gaze around at a set of strangers who are, who are looking around with a puzzlement and curiosity just as you are. A dark doorway yawns in the wall before you. Uh, around this exit are words carved and scrawled in several different scripts and a generous amount of graffiti. When you try to remember what you were doing before you awoke here, you find your mind hazy. You remember something about a contract to do something. You can't remember. You're sure you had a purpose in coming here, though. Whomever you are. So, that's the start of the campaign. You re- you fall through a portal, and you literally are just in a room, and there's five other people sitting around you. You see a, you see several humans. You see somebody who looks quite like a human, but a lot shorter. You also see somebody who looks like a cat, and some demonic-looking creature, which you have no clue what they are. However, in sitting there, you look down, and you realize that you're in what looks like rags and sandals, and right in front where that portal came through... There's a uh, there's six different bags just sitting there that were thrown right in after you. So the room is a square room. It's not very large. Uh, it's dimly lit by some torches. The walls are smooth, but they seem to have a almost texture to them. The ceiling, of course, is also stone and, and almost like the room was carved out of this stone. Do we see any obvious entrances or exits from this this room? You do. You see what looks like a pathway on the opposite side of the room from where you came in. So you've fallen through this portal on the complete opposite side of where this portal was. You see what looks like uh, an exit. Actually, let me make sure I am getting you. Actually, sorry. You, as you look down, you can actually see straight down that corridor. It's completely dark, but you can see... And make out all sorts of shapes. You can't quite make out colors, but you can see shapes down the hallway. Um, you see that the that what looks to be doors or maybe holes in the wall on each side. But you'd have to get much closer to, to discern exactly what they are. The writing is any of it that I can understand. Bear with me here as I'm trying to make my way through all this. So I should have uh, thinking back on this. I probably should have. Uh, Kept those things a little bit easier to see. Okay, there we go. He's getting straight. Just fair warning. I'm a little fuzzy on D and D specific rules. Um, I played a lot of Savage Worlds, but I haven't played a D and D specific in a minute. There's a lot of different graffiti sprawled around, but the words around that door, that archway, that doorway where you talked about, you can see the word death very clearly. We're off to a good start. All right. Um, <laughs> can I, I read, read it out loud? <laughs> death. What did you say? And as you all look over, you, uh, you you can all read this specific word. You realize that this word is written in a language that you understand, which that language is common. How far can I see down the hallway? Two. So I couldn't understand any of the other graffiti either? Um, you can see about as much as he can see. Yeah, totally. Let's take a look here and make sure that I'm not giving you the... That's clear as fast as I thought it was. Yes? Go ahead and roll for me. And you're trying to see if you understand? No, just him. Trying to see if you understand any of this, correct? Yeah, no, probably <laughs> going to be a no. I got a six on the die. Okay. All right. Um, some of the words are, are they, they seem like they, they make sense, but there's nothing that you can actually discern of them. But 
you you have you have a, a sense that there th- those words are are of a language that you understand, but you're having trouble making them make sense. They're they're not in a pattern that you recognize. Can I recognize uh, any of I, the, like the sculptures or how it's made? Okay, so the room is actually very square and very bare, okay. um, except for the your except for where you're at. That there's this archway leading forward from it. You're in a very large room, uh, or sorry, a, a very sparse room. And in that room, there's there's uh, what am I trying to say? It looks very generally constructed, though, not not the same. It, it, uh, it through markings on the floor, you can see where there was furniture at one point in time, but there hasn't been any for quite some time. I would just start emptying the bags. Okay. Well, uh, there's there's six different bags there. Which bag do you want to look at? I'll start from the closest one to me. Okay. Just muttering, I'm not going to die here. Tap on the graffiti and ask if anyone else... Right. Can anyone else read this? And I'll also join in and I'll attempt look to at your bags. Okay. Go ahead and uh, give me a roll. Fifteen! Again, my dumb luck and stupid shot works. I'm not as good as God, okay? Okay, you recognize that there that you recognize that there are holy prayers written in there, and they're they're prayers that are um, they're pretty much like last rite style prayers. You know, they're they're somebody scrawling on there of oh crap, I'm dying, and they're just trying to throw their throw their last rites out there. Alright, so we're just going to slap these down here. These are the different things that you find in there. As you walk over, you actually see. Uh, you find two the two other humans that have been sitting in the room that have been very quiet and searching around. Um, one, a a slender blonde, starts looking through all of them, and you hear her humming to herself. Uh, and next door, a, a just slightly taller gentleman with dark hair and a, and a beard. I start looking at... We're on drags, right? So most of our build is kind of... Yeah, yeah. Out to be visible. Um, I'm going to look around and see which of us looks like they're more sturdy. Okay. Um, well, looking around, you can... You can have to see that. I'm going to try to make this easier on myself. So looking around, you see uh, you see the cat person looks very very uh, look lit looks very uh, stocky, extremely tall and extremely toned. Okay. Out of all the rest, he he definitely looks like okay, he's, so he's on the high, highest one. Is it kind of like a, a stairs kind of effect? There we got the so people ranking. So so look, looking around. Um, his character is definitely much shorter than everybody else. Right. Uh, the humans are are roughly, as I said, they're they're roughly the same height. In fact, they're they're the humans actually look fairly similar in height to you. Okay. Um. And the the demonic looking humanoid is just a little bit taller than the rest. Of the yeah, but okay. nowhere near as tall. Okay. As the cat. Well, I, I wasn't really so much concerned with, with height as much as the the toneness of the muscles and everything. Everybody looks physically fit. Everyone looks physically fit. Oh, oh sorry. So I say vehicles. I know what I was supposed to say. <laughs> I, did, I did a lot of this at like 2 in the morning. Well, shit. Well, 
B-H-I-V-I-S. So does any of the armor look like it would fit me? Um, searching through, none of the armor looks like it fits you. Uh, you see the, the male start fishing through the different, uh, the different bags that he has there. Um, and he's just, he's, he's literally just opening a bag, looking inside, and just huffing of, you know, can't quite figure out what's going on. Does anything, like, like, like draw me to a bag? Oh. Probably not. I was going to say, I'll, I'll start trying to test Six. fittings. Okay. Sixer. All right. So, uh, you start rifling through the different bags, and as you start rifling through the bags, um, there's one bag that has a holy symbol in it, and you somehow feel very drawn to that. Um, so drawn to that, in fact, that it almost feels like it's it's talking to you. I'm going to make the same attempt to see if my result is any different. It's a five. Hey, that's not it. Uh, ironically, the same holy symbol is calling out to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to be looking more for does something like fit me. Okay. Um, I imagine being female, probably some of the stuff would fit different. So as you start going through, that's sexist. Um, <laughs> and the as you start going through, you start trying on the different armor. My assumption is is that you're trying to keep the bags together. You're just yes. trying different things on. Yes. So as you start going through, the chainmail armor feels incredibly large. Uh, or sorry, incredibly doesn't fit this way. And it's way too short this way, but really big this way. So. You try to put that on, and you realize, okay, this is this is yeah. not. not I'm about to say, uh, to, uh, I figured some extent you can uh, tell. So, do I see that? the body build that looks really big on her? You're all you're all <laughs> watching. Yeah, okay. I attempted to put the chainmail on. Well, you don't need to roll for that. It fits like a glove. Okay, how about so, that? I take that back. So we know okay. you're you're like, look, look. Just because I'm short and stocky. And can't do an accident to the donut stand so, near. All right. Um. So um, as as you don that chainmail. You, a, a bit of your memory starts to starts to grow a bit, um, a little bit clearer, and the name Ivar comes just comes to you. You you don't you don't know why or what, but that name comes to you. Since knowing none of the, uh... <laughs> I'm just waiting to be the one with the uh, with the flute. I think it would be quite ironic and entertaining, considering my um Hornish appearance. Well, keep in mind. You can pick up the flute and try to play it. So anything that you can think of that you can do in normal life, you can do in this game. I think my character's going to pick up the battle axe and see how it feels. Alright, which one is that? Like medium armor? Um, battle axe index. You pick it up, it doesn't, um, it doesn't really, it doesn't feel right in your hands. It, uh, it kind of feels a little odd. I go ahead and put it back. Oh, his, uh, or... Primordial is that? You're at that one. Oh no! I'm no, trying to the wrong one to pull out. Oh, okay, I'm still um, trying stuff on. Well, hold on, give me back trial. The bag magically disappears out of nowhere. Yeah, it vaporizes, and the new one is going to show up in this place. What you doing the army now? Infantry. Was it you or um, Joe that was the artillery? Where the hell? Neither of us. <laughs> what you do, boss? Sigma. Quite thought share satellite communication system in here. Offer here. Cool. Who was that? Oh, well, my there we go. School was. 
I was one of those idiots that got a 98 on the ASPAP and decided they wanted to do infantry. <laughs> <laughs> I want to kill people. <laughs> that sounds like fun. Well, I was in ROTC at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at Virginia Tech in the Corps of Cadets, and I figured, you know, at that point I wanted to be an officer. So I thought that 11 Bravo would probably be one of the best experience-wise. And then a deployment killed college, and um, here we are. You see the blonde walk over and start rummaging around in one of the bags, and she picks up the flute, and you see her just kind of gaze at the flute for a second. She kind of turns it around, and then she puts it to her lips, and she just starts playing a tune, and it's it's quite melodic and quite pretty. And she looks down and says, this is mine. I know this is mine. Um, I believe you. And then she proceeds to say the word, Jaleva. My name is Jaleva. Okay. And she looks on the side of the flute. Uh, Everybody roll a quick perception check for me. 20. 14. 7. 6? 7? Okay, so you two don't quite catch on to it, but you two, as you're looking at her play this flute, you realize that there's writing on the side of it. And... Alright. Does that name that I say mean anything to me? Like, can I recognize it? No, yeah, no, you don't have to roll. You recognize it. It's your name. Okay. I just figured. I forgot what I was right. Thinking because of the fact I can spring primordial. Yeah. Yeah. And can I have the one that had the flute in it? Yes, sir. So since he didn't have any luck with the the battle axe, I'm going to check that bag and see how the axe feels and see how the the armor feels. Ivar. I-V-A-R. Hang on two seconds while I look up this one thing. Ivan, that's my name. You recognize the words on the side of it, on the side of the flute, mm-hmm. and it actually says uh, something along the lines as it as it translates poorly to "property of Jaleva." Um, so you pick up the battle axe uh, as you pick it up, and you start rolling it around. Um, it it feels good. It feels it feels like it's the right weight. Um, it just it, it doesn't. It's not quite calling to you, but it definitely feels like you can use this if you decided to. Does the uh, does the armor fit? Uh, the uh, the armor on. the armor does fit as best armor would. Okay. Have I found what fits me yet? <laughs> as I've been going through all these, uh, all I've been doing is like now. Well, the new one's out there, yeah. so. Well, this one doesn't have armor. This one wasn't out there yet. Doesn't fit me, so I'm gonna try the short sword. Okay. Um, as you pick up the short sword. You, oh, it, it almost immediately feels like oh, it's this supposed is to be proficiencies. Oh, whoops! I give the same this one too. That's proficiencies in languages. That's not even equipment. Oh, I did it again. Hold on. Yeah, and my Scottish accent is not coming out today. My thirsty sword for it. We'll get you a little more liquor, though. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Just don't get me angry. I turn Russian. It's a very interesting concept. All right. I turn uh, Russian when I get angry. Let's make a correction here. Since I screwed this up already, your thing there for your items, give those to him. So to me, yeah. We're just gonna pretend I didn't make that mistake. The DM never makes mistakes. This is called divine intervention. All of a sudden, it just went plop. <laughs> Three fourteen. <laughs> and that one's actually supposed. To be- oh, I don't not, not my pouch. Better. Not my pouch. I read that, that one, one better. That's supposed to be you. Why am I wearing leather armor? Interesting. So we'll just pretend that you guys are trying those on. 
Um, so is that my name then, or is... <clears throat> no, no, that's actually his name. Okay, well, cool. Uh, but as you pick up that pe- those pieces of equipment, you uh, you all of a sudden the uh, the name. Sa- uh, let me make sure I say this right because I'm gonna say it wrong. Salmaros comes to mind. S-A-L-M-E-R-O-S. And uh, you, as soon as you started touching that longsword, you just, the, the name Krog came to mind. You tried on the, you picked up the fine clothes that were in the one satchel with, uh, with some leather armor, mm-hmm. and as you started fumbling through, you felt not, not so much that of a calling, but you said, well, let me try this out. And as you picked up some of the weaponry in there, including a light crossbow, it just all of a sudden, memories start fl- flooding back to you, and uh, the name Tali, T-A-L-I, rushed back to your name. And of course, the one gentleman sitting there left looks at it and says, well, there's only one left. Picks it up and says, uh, as he starts fumbling through it, Gavin. He says, I'm Gavin. And he looks over to all of you and he says, do any of you know why we're here? Sounds like a big Italian. Um, no, but I intend to find that out. So, also, inside of your bag, you find a scroll. Mike. Mike. I walk over to the uh, the symbols I read where it's like people's last wishes, and I'll get down on my knees and silently go to pray for them. Do I find anything interesting in my priest pack? Um, you, you find the, the very, a very typical set of... Uh, of incenses and things of that nature. Um, Anything in my incense, small holy, holy water. Yeah, yeah. some some okay. small artifacts, things like that. Anything in my monsters hunter pack? In your monsters hunter pack, uh, you find baits, uh, some different smelling salts, and a whole bunch of different uh, calls. Okay. Uh, like whistles and calls. <laughs> do I do it now? <laughs> so I would pull it out and I'd start reading it silently to myself in mm-hmm. front of everyone. Gavin sees you eyeing the scroll when he comes over. What do you have there? I, I think we were contracted. For what? To kill someone. I don't know, that doesn't seem Shinshira. right. Shinshira. Shinshira. The place we're in is called Manthor. Manthor. Does that make any sense to anyone? Manthor. I will do a intelligent or a check on it. I can't think what kind of check is in the brain. All right, working. Uh, we're just gonna put the die right back down here. What'd you get? A nine. All right. Well, hold on. Oh, so you're doing a a history check? Yes. All right. You did, got a nine. You said. Okay. Should be easier to read. Okay. Yeah. So you have a plus two on that, and as you as you start to sit there and try to try to focus on what exactly this is, you 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 remember that. This is another plane of existence. This isn't. This isn't a normal area. This isn't like a, a land or a town. This is almost a different dimension. So um, I know it's on here. I have a coupon pouch. Sorry. Uh, on the list, mm-hmm. I've been going through my things when I'm going through there, trying to figure out uh, does anything click when I'm messing with any of these material components at all. Um. Have the I hopefully have don't know Fireball because that uses that gun. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know that how? <laughs> well, so so you're just fumbling through, just seeing if touching them give you any like insight just on what they're doing. Looking at them, kind of feeling them, like trying to figure out why I have whatever is in there for those. Um, 
you you get a you definitely get a sense that there's that they're used for something that you know. You just can't quite grasp a hold of it. Would you like to try to do something with them? Like, would you like to try to use them? All right. Uh, no. Okay. No. Do I recognize my holy symbol or what is my holy? Well, what would you like to do with it? Identify it. Um. Okay. Like, go ahead and roll. Just trying to identify. Okay, seventeen. All right. Uh, so you have a plus two on religion, and as you see it, uh, the the symbol itself, you realize that it's um, it's the it's a symbol for, and I apologize for not knowing all the deities off the top of my head, but it's a deity that you recognize and know, and you know that you can actually use this to channel your power through it. Like you, you feel a sense that if you hold this and use this, you will be able to, you will be able to do something. With it. I'm a priest. That's uh, that is a good thing for us. I am the little boy. Hey, would anybody else do anything else? Um, Anything else in my bag? I don't know. What else is in your bag? Besides that, that's, that's just... No, that's, that's, okay. that's what's in your bag. I would just like to gather everyone around the scroll and just uh, form a collective. We're going to go through with this and start heading down the hallway. Well, as you're as you're putting all that through and getting everybody collected, Giovanna is... Uh, what's that? Oh, the gods. Yeah, I'd, I'd pick one. Matter. Oh, okay. Pick one. Um, you see, uh, Javona's kind of not necessarily shaking you off, but you see her over and she's got her hands like all over the walls, just like touching everything. As far as picking one, depending on what domain he's supposed to have, if that is pre-picked form, um, well, normal setting. Fun part is that when these characters were created, there was no extra stuff put to them, so ah, okay, so all it's right. kind of it's kind of a free form there. Okay, all right. I guess I haven't figured what class I could be a. Uh, Oh, I'm a stupid war priest. So I would just call Shavala. What are you looking for? I she, yours. Sorry. She's actually sitting there just touching the wall. She's like, well, there's got to be something else in this room other than what we're looking for. I, there's got to be something here. I, I stop her and say the room is bare besides that arch with words on it. And she looked over at you and she says, and I all of a sudden remembered my name from touching a flute. She has yeah, a good point. I start helping her. Um, While they're just, doing that, I would I like to inspect my holy symbol and okay. I just see if it triggers I anything. Would you like a roll? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Go ahead and give me a roll. Eleven. So I should not make an exception of what my actual bonuses are. So you, you have a plus two in religion, and again, it's the same. Um, it's that same thing. You you definitely you you have almost a sense of pride in this symbol, like it's uh. Like it's something that you can use, but also something that you earn. Like something you that you went through a lot to get, and it's it's almost uh, almost prized to you. You see, you see Gavin uh, staring down that dark hallway, and you see him kind of going like this, going get the crossbow. Go ahead and okay. Not not on fire. Yeah, I'll look down the hall and see if I see anything moving. Okay. Um, I don't think it's said it. I just like to put on a, put on my armor and just get comfortable with my gear. Mm-hmm. Get everything set up, loaded. You know, have a uh, have my morning way. star. You know, ready for use. Absolutely. Just get tidied up. Let me make sure. So that. So did you have armor in there? I do. I have chainmail armor. I've got a shield. I've got a morning star, and okay. then I've got a hand crossbow. And you're using it all. 
Um, I figured that what I would probably do is, um, I mean, what kind of shield are we talking? Are we talking like, you know, a buckler? Are we talking like, um, uh, it's, it's a it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, it's for, 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 the, for, the, yeah, for, for the case of what you're looking at, it's a round shield. It's fair. It's, it's, it's fairly sturdy. It's made of what feels like really solid wood and metal. Okay. Well, tight does matter. It doesn't matter. It just shield so, shields now. I forgot again. Since it's a hand crossbow, I'll probably, uh, yeah, she'll, leave she'll, the shield she'll, on she'll, she'll and then, um, I was probably like, tucked no, the like morning star into my belt and I had the had the crossbow at the ready. Okay. Alright. So um I'll just go on my equipment and don the crossbow okay. to start with. Although it doesn't say that I have any bolts. Uh it's assumed that you have at least twenty bolts on you. We're not worried about ammunition. I think I put ammunition out of gun fuel. We're not really concerned about ammunition on this one. Easy enough. Unless you start trying to go like terminator. That won't work. Um, Gavin looks over at you and says, I can't quite see down there. What, what's down there? And as you stare down, as you get closer, you know, you get closer to the threshold, you can definitely see down the hallway. And you see that the hallway ends at the end. Um, there's, it, it doesn't quite look like there's a door, but it looks like there's something on the wall. Uh, you can't quite make it out quite yet. Uh, but along the sides, you see, uh, uh, you see, like holes, uh, like and, and there are bars on there, so they definitely are distinctly look like cells as you're going down there. I, I tell Gavin what I see. Gavin looks around and he looks at you. See Gavin start searching over, and he's going towards one of the torches to try to pick it up and use it. How many torches do we see on the wall? Um, there's two torches that you can see, and then there's another portion of of uh, there's other portions where. It looks like light is emitting, but you can't quite tell where it's from. It almost looks like it's coming from the stone itself. Now, have we, uh, we gotten anything from the wall that we've been searching? Roll. Uh, 12. Okay, you're, uh, you're putting your hands all over the wall. You can't find anything, like nothing's moving, at least around inside of there. You haven't gone <laughs> into the archway yet. You're just in the main room there. I think I'm going to take my holy symbol and approach the wall with graffiti and see if I have anything. Okay. So you're going to take your holy symbol and point it at the uh, at the wall? Yes. You Would you like a roll? Um, yeah. Go ahead. Well, four. All right. Um, as you aim at the wall and you roll that four, all of a sudden you feel everything around you almost feel warmer. You almost feel like you're being enveloped in a pocket of water. Hmm. We're probably going to stop that and see if the feeling goes away. Okay. Um, so you put the you put the symbol down. And you still feel that warmth around you. Gavin now has grabbed that torch, and as he walks over, he starts walking down the. Uh, I'm going to follow hallway. him. Follow and, him. And, and at the ready. And you see that uh, in his hand, he he has a he has a dagger, you know, in hand with the torch like this. So he's walking kind of very, very gingerly, and he's almost, he's like stepping on each stone and, and kind of pulling back as he's doing it, you know, fearing that there might be something something there. And he says he starts to go by, and he starts to wave the torch back and forth. You can see into some of the cells, and you can see ragged piles of bones. Um, old, old dilapidated beds look like they've been there for centuries, if not, more, if not longer. And they're just... Uh, they're just completely, you know, they're just completely dilapidated. Um, you can't quite see into every corner of the room. 
you can definitely see into it. Um, actually, you three. Actually, screw it. I'm playing the only two characters who can't see it. All of you guys actually see something completely different from what these two guys see. You guys can actually see with that little dim light that's being lit. You can all see very well. Um, in fact, you can see almost like, like the room is, is being brightly lit by day. Like that's how well it can see. So you see, you can distinctly see piles of bones. Um, you can see what looks like uh, the remnants of a bucket. And almost each one of them as they as they walk by. Am I doing anything before Gavin continues? Paying attention to what's going on. Uh, it's all just ruined stuff, right? It's not like nothing pops out. As no, like, no, nothing is stringing out to us saying, "Hey, I'm there." But there's definitely there's definitely piles in each of the rooms. Piles of bones. Well, there's piles of bones and also piles of what look like rubble. Like as I said, you can see. Oh, uh, rubble. Okay, so it's kind of destroyed it on itself. Okay. I grab my holy symbol and just start saying our prayer. Did, did any of the rubble look like it could be making kind of like a barrier? Like, oh, if we move this stuff, there might actually be like an opening. Um, you can't there. see anything that looks like an opening, but there are several piles that are like pushed up against the wall, uh, and and there there are several piles of things in in the you know in, in the different rooms. So. You can't like looking at are, the are, are are they all uh, or do some of them have certain consistencies like facing a certain wall? No, there's nothing really standing out about them. They're they're yeah they're any pile of rubbish that you would normally see. Okay, all right, all right. So Gavin continues to walk down uh, as you get to the end of this this hallway. There's no actual door, but you see what the symbol of what looks like. Looks like an eye, um, so it's a it's a large eye drawn in charcoal, and it looks like like from the eye is dripping blood. Uh, it's 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 a red pigment, but it looks like it's dripping blood. I just look around the others, go ahead and cut my finger and place it on the wall. And anywhere particular on the wall, or just where the eye is? Okay. Um, so as you push your thumb or your finger or whatever it is to the to that eye. The uh, the back of it, so the the eye almost collapses in on itself, and there's a large rumbling. And yeah, you know, of course, Gavin, already being nervous, kind of takes a good step back. Javala, right behind him, just like, are you sure you don't know where we are? What are you doing? <laughs> so the the wall actually starts to slide open. Um, and let me see if I can find where I put my other thing. I had some other things printed out. Uh, point out, I just toss you the scroll I had found. I meant in more of a detail since. No. As far as I know, I was tossed in here. Good eye. Alright, hang on, something. Alright, sorry, gentlemen. I gotta figure out what the hell I did with that uh, that pile of papers. Since those were kind of important. I do that. Enjoy the joke. Still doing it. Thank you very much. It's very good. So now, war against Finland is progressing. All right, as, as you push your thumb into that and the wall starts to rumble, the the image of the eye actually almost, it, it, it lights up in your vision. And it also, it shines. And as that happens, all of a sudden you get this this flood of, of memory come back to you. I mean, you all, all experience it. Uh, it's, uh, it's of a dimly lit tavern with very spartan accommodations. The barkeep, a middle-aged man, cleans wooden tankards with a rag, smearing the filthy contents all around the wooden mug. 
and placing it on the bar, making boards from old doors. Talia, with a look of disgust, remarks, this is possibly the most disgusting place you've ever brought us south of us. Uh, the tiefling swings his horned head around as he scans the room and rests his eyes on Talia, who is holding Gavin's arm close, fearing if she let go, the filth of the room would envelop her. Salmaris picks up his tankard of mead and remarks in his deep, commanding voice, I'm sure I brought you to worse places. Gavin, patting Talia's hand, scans, scans the room, settling on a small stage. Jeva, uh, Jelva, oh God, I can't say this damn name. Jeleva, I'm going to say, is performing on. Uh, the smell isn't, uh, and Gavin says, the smell isn't nearly as bad as the Sword Coast fishing halls. Neverwinter? Asked Krav, the dark-haired feline. Talia shot a glance toward him, short toward the dark-haired cat, settling on the end of the table. Water deep, Talia said. Krav's ears shifted back, his hair settling, settling back in a calm manner. He paused as if collecting his words. Ah, yes, water deep, the crown of the coast. Krog's tail curled underneath the bench that he sat that he occupied alone. Krog runs his tail across the underside of the bench, pulls the tip up towards his face. Giving a sniff, he, he remarks, smells like the jail you found me in. Ivar, a stout dwarf, walks back from the bar with six tankards in his hands. Almost slamming them on the table, he bellows in his dwarvish drowl. Aye, at least the company's better. Ivar slaps uh, Krog on the back and hands, hands him a wooden tanker filled with a potent smell of fluid. Krog sniffs the fluid and sticks his tongue out part way. The drinks were better, though. Gavin looks puzzled and asks, Weren't you without water for days when we found you? Krog raises an eyebrow, putting the tanker to his lips and says, Exactly. <laughs> um, so, that I'm was your picture of the group. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> So you, uh, you all, you all literally experience this all at once, and you know, as you all kind of come out of this uh, almost strange fog, uh, you know, you all kind of look around and realize that you've all been together for at least some time, and you have some sort of familiar. Uh, my uh, previous suspicion of him just dropped down. <laughs> I need a grog. <laughs> okay, so. Um, as this, uh, you know, as you were all going through this experience, the doorway just slides open, and now you're led into a T junction hallway where you can go left or you can go right. In front of you, the the wall has got some some symbols on it, nothing that makes any real sense. Uh, you see one symbol that has a flying snake almost through it. A long, empty stone hallway stretches from north to south, both ends turning away to the west. The entire length is covered in crude art made from a variety of substances, many drawings featuring a bloody eye. But there are also pictures of violence, religious symbols, and other things. One in particular sparks your familiarity, a flying snake facing down a uh, gold background. All right, so, so yeah, Gavin's just kind of looking left and right. Do I hear anything from the other side? 18. Your perception is plus three. You actually hear... Um, now I get it. I know exactly what you hear stuff coming from actually both directions. Um, one, one, one direction seems almost echoed. Well, the other one seems much less echoed, but it's much quieter. Okay, so that's... Which is which? Left or right? So, to your left, it's much, much quieter. Okay. And to the right, you uh, you hear... A much, uh, an, uh, it, there's more noise, but it's more echoed. Are they different noises? Or are they the same? Uh, you can't quite discern between the two. Um... It sounds like like movement and possibly voices, 
but you really can't discern any physical language out of it. I just say, left, quiet noise, not echoey, right, more noise, echoey. Well, seems like we all know each other. I guess I had something to do with getting everybody in one spot. So following that um, revelation, do I have any specific um, memories coming back of why I was getting everybody together? Uh, other than that contract, which doesn't really spark any memory, and you don't really have any, like, there's nothing flashing back to you. Okay. Like, oh, this is why we're here. I think I'm going to be primarily sticking with Ga- Gavin. Gavin? Gavin. Uh, dark hair gentleman with, some, with a beard. Anyway, he was the one that uh, she was clinging to in the memories. Uh, oh, I assume there's some kind of a <laughs> reliability sense there. Uh, Jelva looks around and says, well, we've got to make decisions, left or right. I say we go towards the noise. Um, the noise say, is both balance a uh, dagger and then <laughs> let it fall on the same way it goes. Okay, go ahead and roll. Uh, what should I roll? D4? There's noises both ways. Four, sorry. This one's definitely. Four. Four? It falls to the right. At the right. It shows for us. Okay, get on to the right. So you start to travel down the hallway. Um, as you get As you get closer and closer, you start hearing more sounds, and the sounds are definitely of people talking. Uh, you can definitely hear sounds of... It, it definitely sounds like language back and forth. Uh, everybody give me a, 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 give me a d20 roll. 17. 8 on the die. Alright, um, you already gave, so yes. let's start uh, with you. 20. So your perception is plus 5. <laughs> and You perceive everything. So, this is... Yours is a plus one. <laughs> I am not very... That's normal. What do you mean? I've never... You've never seen me as a character. I know you the first. Unplug it for 30 seconds. Oh, I'll okay. get back in. That's what she said. And... Best thing ever. Your perception is four, Mike. So, what were those rolls again? Just so I have them. 18. 17, 17 total. Oh, 17 total? Shit. Nine. What'd you get? Nine? Okay. Nine. 20 total. Okay. This um, is a 20 22 total. 17 plus 5. You, you definitely make out the sounds of voices, and you can hear common talk, uh, common language. Um, that they're, they're, you know, grunting a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of annoyed sounds, and, you know, a lot of, well, you know, we gotta do this, but why? You know, that type of, that type of conversational talk. No, is that only him that can understand that? No, actually, you three. I want you to, are uh, sitting there going. I'm going to just eat, uh, put my crossbow away and put my uh, shield in mace. Okay. I'm going to pull Take out course. the dart. You're going to what? Pull out one of the darts. Okay. Seeing him get ready for combat. Um, seeing that uh, Jelana pulls out a staff and, you know, holds it ready, and Gavin's still holding his dagger and a torch. Look and says, this out? Yes. I wouldn't put it out. Leave it behind for now. We'll so, come back for it that way in case we need it again. So he sets the torch behind us in the hallway and just sits it down on the ground. Because I assume we didn't light the torch, right? No, no, it was a lit torch from the wall. We right, saying. right. So I'm uh, not sure if we have to light it. Dungeon kill it. Then you make it shit have a way. Alright. What do you want to do? Anyone want to bother with talking? Just for a. Um, idea. How far away are we at this point? So, you are right at the cusp of the corner, so you're probably, I would say you're about 10 feet or so away from where the turn actually makes a corner. Okay. I'm being stupid. I'm going to try to stealthily peek from the corner to see if I see anything. 
Okay. That's what I get. Um, What'd you get? Four of four. Okay. That's uh, what I get for trying to be stupid. <laughs> so you... Clang, 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 clang. You, you make I'm a, wearing leather. You make noise getting up there, but uh, you're still far enough away, so when you get up to the corner, you look around and you see that you've probably got maybe 40 or so feet from where it turns to where it goes straight down, uh, and you can see that there's light in that, past that, uh, so it's an open doorway. There's no actual door there. You see light all the way past it. You can't quite see because your eyes have adjusted to the dark, so you can't quite see past it to see what's in there, but you definitely see that there is a lot of light past that doorway, and you can now distinctly hear people talking. And there's almost a, there's a very distinct echo as they say stuff. I don't know. What do you see? Uh, I called Talia up to see if she can see anything better. Tell me, it's safe to hear. I can't make out her. Make out what's past it. Can you attempt? No, okay. You only roll perception. Go to do. Okay. So as you gaze down on through, the light is again very, very blinding, but you can almost see pierce the veil. It opens up into a very open room. You actually can't see. You can barely see that there is a wall on the other side. You can't see a wall on the left or right. Anymore. Um, you can see some figures moving inside. Mm-hmm. You can't quite make out exactly what they are, but you can see figures moving. Do they look... I may or may not be able to see details, but how big do they look proportional? Okay. Yeah, so I was going to say, they, they, they don't look huge. They don't look like a giant... Or tiny either. No, no, they don't, they don't look like little fairies or, or dwarfs. They look average size. Okay. So if we were interested in extinguishing the torches, it would appear that my priest pack has a tinderbox in it. Alright. I have torches in their boxes. Huh? Uh, Who appeared to be the leader of that? Probably no the, the guy that got us into the net. That's what I was trying to figure out. It would be my assumption, most likely. That or whoever uh, the girl was clinging on. Toss <laughs> it. In all honesty, it's probably not really anyone. It's probably a band of misguided misfits. So even the band, if it has one that speaks. Yeah, <laughs> it's called a face, not a leader. Javala kind of peeks around the corner and says, well, we can't stand here forever. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sneak forward. So she attempts to sneak. I'm going to try to cover her with a crossbow in case she does startle someone. I'm just going to straight up shoot. Okay. Okay. Um, Talia makes it up to the doorway. Uh-huh. And there's been no extra movement. And she kind of leans back and she calls back. It's a really big room. It's huge. And there's there's at least two or three people in here. I have a number of them. I would start stealthing forward as well. Okay. Probably so, following along. Uh, yeah, same, but I'll kind of whisper. Well, I suppose this means we'll be skipping roll. diplomacy uh, phase. And so, yes. okay, so you got a plus six on stealth. That's um, you, you quite easily make it up. That at this point, we're not discussed to actually... Um, I will go last. Okay. Back of the pack. So you're actually you. Um, what, what are you attempting? Uh, what are you attempting to do in your stealth action? Just meet up over there. Okay. Uh, so you get up to the door. It's gonna make and as scroll, you, I think as you look in, you can actually see that this looks like almost. It looks like a small coliseum that you're that you're uh, You see pillars holding up a roof above, and the pillars go. Um, well, here. Uh, the ceiling raises far above you, and it's a bowl-shaped arena. 
there are rows of dark, empty stone seats that line the sides of the pit, uh, which are illuminated by a dozen torches burning along the 15-foot-high wall of the arena. Crates, boxes, and piles of supplies sit against the far wall of the pit, around which several rough-looking humanoids lounge. From the seats above the arena, a large figure uh, detaches from the... Uh, Just wait for the rest of the party. Okay. Um, I rolled my usual six for stealth checks. I don't play rogues. Did you want me to roll stealth check as well? If you'd like to. Because I kind of assumed we were all traveling. You're all trying, to be, all trying to be sneaky? Yeah. Well, okay. traveling as a pack. What's my stealth plus? Is it zero? <laughs> if there's anyone that's going to f*** it up, it's going to be me. <laughs> I got a 17. three on the die. I'm going to pull like the typical horror Usually movie. Usually it's me. Plus two on stealth. It's going to be like a horror movie flick Usually chick it's me. and just trip over nothing. Oh, no. Usually it's me that does stealth checks. So, this 19 on stealth. That ought to be pretty, pretty mouse-like. Clink, 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 clink. Okay. So as you as you get up to the door, there's enough noise that the roguish-looking characters on the other side kind of give up. Oi! What's that? You see one of them draw a sword. And what kind of distance are we talking? Um, like the diplomacy is over with. Uh, 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 distance, I hope. Let's <laughs> talk about diplomacy. Well, no, because remember, I... I when I said that I wasn't actually trying to say, "Hey guys, let's, let's try, try to talk with them." I think that I was going with the. I'm assuming we're just going to try to jump them. Yeah, this is just making sure no one else wanted to try to do that. Uh-huh. Is more what I was oh, trying cool. to communicate. I like that. Yeah, I'd, um, they're they're where they're sitting on the boxes, which is on the opposite side of the arena. They're probably a solid hundred to hundred and twenty feet away. Okay, so we're talking like thirty, forty yards. Yeah, it's definitely crossbow range. So I'm going to take my crossbow, fire a shot, and then pull my morning star out. Saying I was okay. So all right, uh, the red give you a twenty. I put, I put, let's start off with an initiative. Yep. Let's roll. Oh, yes, let's, fair, let's all fair. roll initiative. So okay, eleven. Second, we're going to go sixteen. All right. This is so just going to take a second. So. I put my hand onto a cricket in the anymore, and just whisper a quick prayer to guide the bolt. Truly. All right, so you got... I got in 11. 11? Should be I'm 17, sorry, 16, 11, and 7. <laughs> Meatball! God got 16? Yep, on the die. Wind up how it was like a 15 or something. <laughs> you said uh, yours was 11? 17. 17? What was Mike's? 7. It was a die. Yeah, they are. All right, um, each one of you has a zero for initiative bonus, except for Mike. Mike has a four on initiative, and I need I need Mike and I need Richard to roll one more time. Fourteen. He got me. So let me get some quick stats here. Like you didn't have to bring a marker with you, did you? I've got some highlighters, actually. Do you have a dry erase by any chance? No. Yeah, I've that's, got, that's what we'll need. I got yeah. a sharpie, I think. You could okay. use stuff to kind of make... Barriers. That's what I'm doing. So we're just gonna make this kind of like that. All right. So are you all stepping in and shooting, or are you shooting from the doorway? I'm shooting from whatever I think is the safest slash farthest distance I can, somewhat accurately. Are we here? Well, we probably have these little tokens right here. Yeah. Oh, excellent. That's what we're gonna have here. So the doorway is about that big apart. 
and we're making the assumption that you two... A little firing line. Maybe we should have a couple people like uh, squatting down and other people over <clears> top. <throat> Be like the uh, British. Wish we had some concept of how dexterous the two of us were with the uh, crossbows. Well, he's got good dexterity. Yeah. yeah. Just thinking that dexterity is normally very involved with archery. Um, uh, yeah, but none of us but it's a crossbow. are very and, and dexterous. Like I can tell you that right either. Now. either. <laughs> well, we just, don't know that yet. Just thinking of, I, I guess more of my question was, I wish oh, we had oh, some sorry. concept of who was better with the crossbows, because that person... Proficiency is the only thing that will make any difference in your life. Okay. What's that? It wouldn't, it was, it's not going to be something like ridiculous. None of us are like blatant rainbow. At least not from what, us. Right, from what Maybe one of them. Okay, so basically my, so, our, my initial thought still stands then. What you have down here and my range is going to be a little bit hand. off. There is a set of guys out there and one of them looks incredibly large. Like larger than the rest. Which one looks like you could do- go down in uh, one shot and or looks the least armored? Because um. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one I'm going to be trying to because that's probably the only one I still have. Let's take a look here. I'd rather uh, hit the biggest threat at least. If you're if you're not confident in your ability to hit them, might as well load it down on them. At least that's my character's thought process. Okay, so the person who's going to be able to go to actually act first... Who's going to be Richard? Hold. We don't get a surprise. No, no. This, this actually is a surprise round. Oh, okay. Hold. So, but but Richard, because you're 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 lunging onto them, all of you have uh, all of you have surprise over these guys. Yay! Um, I'll try a crossbow shot. Why not? Uh, is your cro- crossbow equipped? No, it was not. So no. Come on. Forgot on equipped. I hold. Okay. Uh, the next one up is Mike. Uh, is there anything to hide in? in so this yes, room, actually, sorry, I should have I should have done that. Let me uh, remember piles of uh, supplies. Um, there's not only piles of supplies, but there are also pillars in this room. So as you walk in, there's pillars that go straight up to the ceiling. Yeah, I didn't know that. Great part about Legos. Yeah, that is uh, that's a that's not a pillar. That is uh, that's uh, quite phallic shape there. <laughs> Compensating. Ew. All right, so I'm just going to use these guys as pillars. So literally, there are <laughs> that works better. There are pillars all the way through there, so you can you can see just past them, and you can see that there are people standing there, but you can't quite see them. So I would try and get as close to this pillar as I can and hide. Okay. Let's take a look here. Okay, are you going to use everything you can to try everything. to get there? Okay. Yeah. Um, you literally, like, go down on all fours, and you start sprinting right to it. You make it up to that first pillar quite easily. Uh, your speed is actually a 40. So you bolt right up there and go straight to that pillar quite easily. Okay, Teddy. Uh, which is high. All right. Um, next person in line is going to be... Uh, God. Actually, I went. I quickly went reverse there for a second, so I gotta fix that. Right, so, God, you're gonna make a shot? Uh, yep. Whichever one looks the least armored. Um, they all really do look equivalent in armor. Uh, they're just wearing some... They're just wearing some leather armor. Okay. Still not gonna try to shoot at the biggest guy, though. So okay. Whichever... 
Any of those three on the right-hand side? Uh, farthest one. Okay. Where'd you get? <laughs> uh, three. Okay. Um, <laughs> you hit the person in front of you. <laughs> no, not that. You do not hit. That like your shit. Um, you do not hit, uh, and you you realize that. Whoops. Uh, dex, dexterity wise, that you're you're quite average. You well, no, I, no, I, no. I kind of already figured that out. That's why why I wasn't confident and like I was going for a luck shot. There. <laughs> well, that sucks. You're not proficient, and you're not not proficient. Um, so you're just baseline kind of average across the board on that. How the hell do I keep this? I had a pencil. Here, I, I've got my own, so you may have your pencil here. back. Um, you just had it, though. I know, I did, just physically have it. Oh, it's, it's right there, rolled up against the side underneath oh, here. Uh, no, actually, that's, that's oh, the that's whole the box, box of pencils. pencils. Well, I know, it's kind of weird, isn't it? That's still going after the big guy. So, that's fine. what did you roll on initiative? Me? Yeah. Um, I rolled an 11. Okay, I'll make sure I got that right. So, what are you doing? So... I'm assuming that the the two that are kind of behind that last pillar, I can see that they're there, but not a clear shot. On them. So right. you could make a shot at them if you'd like, but they are considered to be in partial cover. Okay. So um, is the big guy one of the three on the outside? No, no. The big guy is the one that's one of the guys behind the pillar. Okay. Well, never mind. Um, we're, we'll take this uh, shot at the same guy that he shot at. Okay. Um, go ahead and make your roll. 13. Okay. Um, you do, in fact, hit... And let's see here. Your dexterity is actually a, uh, a 10, so you have a zero build on that. And get over there. And you had a crossbow, you said? Was it a hand crossbow or a regular crossbow? It was a hand crossbow. So that's going to be 1d6 damage. Two. Is that constant for the hand crossbow, 1d6? Yes. Okay, so you take aim, fire, let, let loose your bolt... The bolt flies through the air as the one, literally, he's sitting there going like this because one bolt just flew right by him and hit the wall next to him. He kind of gave one of these. As he does that, the bolt just slaps right into his shoulder, right in the top meat part. part. You hear him give a, you know, a, a solid, ah! And he draws his weapon. Uh, it's, a, it's a short sword. And you had held your action. Yes. So what would you like to do? Just not do anything. Okay, you're just holding off on this, on this round? Yeah, okay. Um, so now, surprise round's over. Now we're going into the actual round itself. So first action actually goes to you. I will equip my crossbow. Okay. So you're putting your, whatever, your shield Mason shield away. Okay. And you're pulling out your crossbow. Are you doing anything else? Okay. You're staying right where you are. So you're pretty much like back of the bus there. Yeah, back of the bus. Main guard. Okay. Just making sure. Vanguarding it up. Baddies go next. Um, this guy right here. I will say I find it odd that someone with a shield would be standing in the back. <laughs> so he moves his way up there, trying to get a little bit of cover. This one moves to here next to him. And this one pulls up behind here. While this one just sits there and kind of beats his chest. And the one next to him just kind of sits there and goes, what's going on? Huh? Uh, there. So now, now that you're actually aiming at him engaged, you can see that they're all, all humanoid. Um, they, they look very average in stature, dirty, wearing beaten up leather armor. Uh, even, you know, even some of their armor's got holes in it from just where it's been burning, beaten through. Um, the one guy, the bigger guy, is sitting there and he has a battle axe in his hand. And he, he looks very mean. 
very, very mean. Um, Mike, you would be next. I would uh, call out, who are you? Um, as you say that, a, uh, a, you, you see a figure up in the stands come out of the shadows, and he just, uh, you, you hear almost this growl in his voice of, and he says, what have we here? And this, the, the voice just booms through the entire arena, just, just like he's, he's speaking through a megaphone. He goes, uh, and one of the other, one of the other smaller ones there yells up and says, looks like we've got fresh meat, boss. And uh, as he steps forward, you see that there's, there's this, he, he stands even bigger than you, and he's got horns coming off of his head, head and he's got a snout of a bull. And he looks down and he says, do you really want to do this? I just go, what? Even not know him. That's how I was in character, by the way. So he looks down and he goes, oh, mocking me, eh? Get him, boys! At that point, knowing that I've been seen, I would run back out. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just you're, you're double dashing it right back? Yeah, just right back out. I'm just going to shake my head and say, F***, Freddy Cats. <laughs> I'm just going to say, Corridor, kill zone. Well, it doesn't would, look uh, like they are advancing. It looked like they moved to cover. I would just make sure everyone knew that there were people <clears throat> up as well. When you say people up, have we just seen um, the, the bull? The, the minotaur? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's the only one that you see up there. Yeah. <laughs> I go, oh, well then. You could have lived with that. You could have lived with that. Alright, so I think at, at this point, who's up for initiative? Um, so you just ran your way back. So the next person up for initiative would be you. Okay. Um, I would kind of stop and see if we could get a quick, hasty battle plan together. Um, are we going to hold here for the superior position, or are we going to try and advance? So why get, advance? We get, don't know what's there. Gavin steps forward and says, Look, there seems to be more of them than there are of us, and... There's a minotaur out there. If there's a bull guy out there, I don't want to mess with that. <laughs> if we're going to do this, we got to make sure we're doing this. we got to commit. Okay. Well, with that discussion, I will reload my crossbow. Let him funnel to us. Okay. And also, no more talking. And he beat me to it. My response was going to be, well, if you wanted to save us the trouble and kill yourself, then I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The reason why I'm biting. <laughs> so, so you're, are y'all holding back, or what's what are we doing? Yeah, I, uh, I, I reloaded with the intent of holding that uh, that bolt in case they move forward. Okay, uh, shields to the front. Yeah, I got a shield. It's equipped with my. Okay, so here's just a thing well, to keep in mind. So you're in a narrow hallway, and you're going to be letting bolts fly loose in a narrow hallway. I'm short. I'm, I'm, just give, I'm just giving you a heads up that you're, you're going to be taking disadvantage in some of these shots because you're going to be shooting past people. I'm going to go ahead and take a knee and rush through that, those components and want to try something whenever it comes up to my condition. <coughs> well, might as well did you with these now. Now or never. Do or die. <laughs> okay. I just got the Holy Seal and go to prayer. Looking for guidance. Like, hoping something comes to mind. I'm assuming I'm probably either a wizard or a sorcerer or a warlock or something along those lines. I, just, okay. I have no idea. What, your character is okay. assuming or yours? Well, no, I'm assuming. I, I, it doesn't matter, but I know it's a component. It's logical. 
Now, I don't know what my characters think. She's just going through that confounds out because we already discussed it earlier. Uh, apparently, I can't shoot, so I better be trying this. <laughs> she should like, she's like, yeah, that doesn't taste good. So yeah, so you're all you're 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 reloading. Okay, so next comes up, Richard. What are you doing? Move to the front. Okay, so you're going to move past everybody to the front. Yep. You were here, right? Yeah. So you're pushing yourself in front and pushing everybody else. Kind of like just outside the door to the left back. so they can clear shot. Right. So we're going to make this a, a two. So you're standing here on the on the outside? Yep. Okay. Just so they have a clear line of sight. Okay. And if I need to, I can step in. And- All right. And Gavin is placing himself kind of, you know, behind-ish people. And she's just holding up the back right there. All right, so next in line is going to be um, the big baddies. So uh, the Minotaur up top, seeing that you know, all his all his men are now hiding down there, says, "What are you doing? Get in there!" And this guy immediately does a complete bolt and puts himself behind the next pillar. And this guy doing the same thing, kind of peeking their head around. This guy moves up. And now that he's come around, you see that he not only has a battle axe on his hand, but he also has a crossbow on his back. So they're literally just pushing, pushing up towards you. All right. Mike. I think Mike's next. No, sorry. God is next. Yep. Component pouch. Okay. And you're just going to pick some stuff up and you're just going to try something. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me a roll. Give me a d20 roll. Hopefully I grab something. Let's see. <laughs> What'd you get? Jack. <laughs> I am doing horrible tonight, guys. <laughs> Welcome to death. So, what, what did you roll? Two. Two. Okay. Um, in the process, you, you pick some stuff up, and you, you just speak a word in a language that you don't even know what it is. Uh, you see, as you're aiming towards one of the guys, you see him kind of like sway a little, and then shake his head right off, and then start pushing forward. That's a lot more de- benign than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I assume I, that, that's it for my action, so... Uh, you can still move if you'd like. Yeah, I think next time I'm just going to start trying to cuss at him and point fingers and hoping something's just going to work. Words, <laughs> <laughs> uh, explosions, die! <laughs> um... All right, next up is Mike. I'm just going to call to the group. Why are we staying here? What's our goal here? Not to die. I would kind of like to get one of these people captured so that we can ask them what the personally. So I'm not sure how the whole way. Let's not try to ca- capture the big guy. Whoever's left. <laughs> um, that's probably about it for my turn there. Uh, as you guys are talking, you hear you hear the the booming voice again. You want to know what's going on? You've reached my territory. Okay, so who the f- are you? Uh, you hear a bellowing laugh <laughs> from uh, from from him. Uh, hang on a second, because I gotta find where the hell I am. I'm uh, he reaches out and goes, "I'm Gorhorn. Who are you?" Uh, well, you being God, can you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> People looking for Gendishira? Shinshira. Shinshira? You work for her? 
Not yeah. exactly. We've come to eliminate her. That's probably not what I would be saying at this moment. <laughs> and I throw out the scroll. So, you you see, uh... Hopefully see, they don't work for her. So you see Gorhorn <laughs> kind of... He's, he's standing there up on top, just lording over everything. You see him give a snort and a stomp as he goes back and forth. And just saying, Boys, stand down! You lot, come out here! Oh, hopefully this works out. Um... And you see, as you as you as you see him call, you see you see the the bandits and the one very very large guy with a battle axe uh, almost shrink shrink down in fear as they just kind of start to back away and start to work their way towards the back right. of the arena. Can't you see me? Okay, I'm gonna I'll walk out. out. Walk out with you. <laughs> Hands down, I'm gonna like put my crossbow up or whatever. I'm still kind of going around through my head hoping, like, I hope I can figure out something to do if I need to do something suddenly. <laughs> but, but I'm going my shield and mace. Fuck it. You're going to And I point at him and I'm like, no fucking talking. <laughs> <laughs> and bad kitty. <laughs> <laughs> so I choose to keep my shield out as well as my crossbow. Although I will keep it pointed to the ground. And All right. So you see him, uh, as you get out there, you can now see into this uh, this cavernous arena. And uh, it's just by looking at the pillars that are in the center here and seeing the marks across these, you can see that there's been a lot of fighting that's happened. In this. Uh, the walls have gotten, have got blade marks, arrow, arrow chips. You can see that there's just been a lot of fighting that has happened in this arena. Um, the sand that is littered across the ground, you can see spots where it's almost been dyed brown from the amount of blood that's just been spilled here. I'm glad to have contributed. <laughs> so you, you, get, you get this sense of just that there's been a lot that's happened here before you even got here. Like, this place has been here a long time. So as you, as you all step into the light, you see this massive being. Uh, and he's got a nose ring. And as he breathes, he's almost... And it's warm in there compared to where you were. But even it being warmer than where you just were, you can see the breath coming out of this being. It's just steam. That's how that's how hot he is just standing there. Uh, so again, he pulls up in this, this belly voice. You're here to kill Shinshira. Uh, well, as far as we can figure out from what we've been able to tell... What do you remember? Not a lot, actually. Oh, it's kind of the issue. Krog. You see him, uh, you, you see Gorhorn just tip his head back and laugh. Huzzah! You have the sickness. Don't worry. That'll wear off eventually, if you live long enough. As you start, as you're talking, you see the, the other characters, or the other, um, uh, the large gentlemen, humanoids that were down there, they're really filthy. You just see them kind of just scurrying off uh, through a, an alternate exit um, that leads. You know, you can't see where it leads. It leads out of the um, So, uh, and as you're walking in there, you also see this. You also see a, a, a grate in the very bottom. Uh, right next to each one of those pillars is a grate. It's a, it's a lined grate that leads straight down. Uh, Gorhorn. You know, again, just like throwing his head around and stomping back and forth, says, "If you're truly here to kill Shinshira, then you'll be able to get down into those grates. 
There are cultists throughout this world that have keys to get to the gate. And Shinshira's down there. You get me a key through there, I'll help you kill Shinshira. I believe we would all be very welcome to your aid. As you see him, he stomps and laughs. What other choice do you have? Damn bull. It's not bullshit. <laughs> where would we go? I swear to you guys are doing that in character. I'm just gonna be like, uh, I don't know these people. I don't know. So, so uh, Gorhorn, Gorhorn kind of scanning around and seeing some muttering down <coughs> all of you. Here's you ask, and he says, uh, he says, Shinshira's Shins- got, got cultists all throughout here. Kill them on sight. One of them will have a key to get down through there. What do you these say cultists look like? <laughs> like <laughs> what do cultists look like? They're evil. And how do we know what that uh, looks like in our present state? <laughs> Are they all fully robed? Are they wearing a certain symbol? Is there something we can identify them with? So he looks at you, and then he points to, his, to, to the, the men that are standing towards the edge still. You see what they look like? Not that! (laughs) (laughs) Is there anyone else who has a territory around here aside from you and these cultists that we should uh, worry about? That's a good question. That's it. Whether or not to attack someone else's uh, non-aggressive... There are other creatures that live here, but none of them have power as I do. Julie Nevin, thank you. Do you mind if we take some provisions? He looks down at you. Sizes you up being the biggest member of the party. Alright, take what you need, but don't take too much. I go see what I have. Um, and I'd suggest uh, some Have you seen any cultists lately? Uh, I will go with uh, you. Whom are you speaking to? But I will um, also ask him <laughs> underneath my blade... That's a good answer. And it might get long after all. I would ask him. Them had a key on them? Nah. So I want to know um, if our bullfriend can tell us a little bit more about the layout and what direction we should go from here. I'm going to find a small corner wall and just start practicing trying to throw at it. Something. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm walking with him as he goes to, you know, search for provisions. But while I'm walking, I want to ask him. You know, we we've seen this arena, we've seen the hallway. Um, should we be looking back down this hallway towards the other side that we just came from, or is there an exit from here that we should advance forward? Ask me. I'm Gorhorn. Okay. Uh, do we or should we advance past the arena, or should we go back? towards the way that we came from and explore you see that direction. Of, you see Gorhorns shift his head up in the air again and kind of give a stomp. The, uh, as, he, as his hoof hits the ground, you almost feel the ground shake underneath you. And he says, there's nothing else in here. You're going to want to go out there to the Thunder Plains. The Thunder Plains. All right. Have you found anything of interest in your piles? Oh, yeah, I, I grab onto my, my holy symbol and just try to go into prayer and see if I can be led or enlightened in any way. So you would say that you're trying to detect, maybe? Sure. Divine. Detect the way. Divine? Divine intervention is what I'm looking for. 
Uh, I think that's uh, not something you have for yet. <laughs> if you're looking for the ability call, no, no one is looking for that <laughs> ability. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you get smited by electricity. <laughs> Weirdest thing in the world. Um, okay. Uh, so you you hang on to your symbol, and uh, as you sit there and you pull on whatever strength you can, you, the the arena almost goes into a different light. It almost goes kind of uh, kind of pinkish. Um, and as you look around, you see that these there's these three grates right by these pillars, and these grates are screaming blue and almost have a uh, almost have an energy that go well beyond where that grate is. And you know the spell detect. And I know the spell that that detect magic or uh, detect evil. And probably. Um, so in searching through, as you were searching through, you find some ra- uh, some rations, uh, roughly about six rations. Most of the boxes are really beat up and they've already been really like picked clean. Um, but you find roughly six rations, uh, three like. Like chunks of uh, what look like meat. Uh, you, you see eight very shriveled but but pale colored uh, potatoes. Um, a set uh, a set of studded leather armor, um, and in one box you see a very beaten up short sword. Okay. Um, the studded leather armor does it look like it would fit me. Uh, it looks like you could wear it. Yes, I pull it out. Okay, try and try it on. Okay. Um. <laughs> um, so as you put the armor on, it it does fit, but it feels very strange to be wearing it. Okay. Um, it it almost feels it feels uncomfortable, like it's like it's limiting your. Yeah, I would probably just take it off for him. Okay. Put it back. <laughs> okay. Take some of the meat. Okay. Since he said he'd give us some provisions. Alrighty. Um, does anybody else want to? I was just trying to explore more of that little magical feel that I would assume I would have had when I tried to cast that one thing. Um, I'm assuming trying um, to figure out more about that. So go ahead and give me a roll. Give me a 20. Something this time, maybe? No, no, no absolutely not. I think I'm going to... Uh, you're trying to trade those dice out? No, no. It's, it's a three, by the way. It's a three? Okay, so... Dice have gone into jail. I, I don't... I thought you were about to dump them out or something. No, no I was. I didn't realize that that was full of dice. I was offering my dice bag. Yeah, you don't. You don't discern anything really, anything fantastic from that. Um, I'm making that roll on that. Maybe that'll help you. Well, I wasn't rolling on this one before, and it was still rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, Alright. Yeah. So you're you're now uh, again standing in this hallway. Uh, or standing in this arena. As you uh, I'd be aiming at a wall or something. So as you're as you're standing on this arena, the uh, Gorhorn looks you know, as he as he's staring down at you, you know, you fumbling at a wall and you two fumbling through through boxes and me in prayer. You just sitting there you know, <laughs> having a seizure. He's uh, he's you know, he's you know, you, you, you can see he's visibly starting to pace back and forth a little probably faster. Probably getting impatient. Alright, well, if I can't figure out anything really quickly within like a couple of minutes, the same amount of time it took him to, to 
fine provisions. Uh-huh. I'm gonna call it a, a day yeah. and just be like, well, let's just get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, after the meet, I would have. Okay. But walk back with Solmarath. I'm not trying to spend an hour trying to figure out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tracking. I'm tracking. Okay. Um. So there's the hallway that you went back to, and to the south side or to the right, mm-hmm. there is another. Looks like an exit. Uh, there's a door, and you don't. You know, I'm assuming it's or Gavin starts walking towards it to look at it, and he assumes. Here, try this one. I haven't gotten anything. Try that one. Try that one I just threw at you. That metal one right there. Nothing? Not really. I, I, I've got one half decent one, but other than that, most of it's good. <laughs> so that back then, you're screwed. It's still yeah. below average. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> I'm just... I'm, I'm going to be the one that's, uh, <laughs> that's holding his bag. We're good. Now that you touch it, it rolls real low. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so... Uh, Gavin walks over to the door. Um, you know, you're just kind of just really trying to figure out what the hell is going on here. Uh, and you just you see him being his very cautious self, kind of touching the touching the door like that, giving a little press against it, see if it's going to seem jingle in the hand. Oh, he said a place. The, the Thunder Plains. Uh, which way to the Thunder Plains? He sent out that book. He gave know. us instructions. Yeah, so he, he said that there was nothing well, this more through. Here. So he, he looks down at you and he says, You're not the brightest one, are you? <laughs> it was Wolf. You see where he's filling with that door over there? Don't worry. doesn't bite. Just open it up. <laughs> My character's actually laughing. <laughs> Still so, that way. Go. Gavin kind of looks back. Hearing all of this, and then uh, Giovanna walks over and just kind of looks at him, gives him a little playful shove inside, turns the handle, opens it up, and you see her almost just strut <laughs> through it, just kind of elbows high, very jovial, just kind of strut straight through. That brings us to the end of the first episode of the three part One Night of Mystery. The party has managed to find their way to an exit and meet some interesting characters along the way. Thankfully, they managed not to get killed by Gorhorn or his men in their first encounter. Wait, who's Gorhorn? Who's Sinshira? Who's the rest of the party? Are they a bunch of murder hobos sent to the realm for crimes they've committed? Are they a group of adventurers seeking fame and fortune? Are they ever going to let the cat talk again? Join us next episode as we dive further into the plane of Ord Manthor and deeper into who these party members are. This episode is dedicated to Damoc for naming the GNA Misadventure League and for leveling up and lockpicking. Thanks, Damoc, for being a good friend.